Welcome to Episodes of Television. I'm your host, Donald. Back again with some more still game. And I will be wrapping up Series 1, Season 1. I've probably said this before. I'm just going to call them Seasons so I don't get myself confused. Got the Episodes Wadden and Scones. I have to admit, I wasn't a huge fan of Scones. Um, I'm not a big Tom fan. And Tom is very successful in it. Wadden was alright. I'm just I'm waiting for the the podcast after this because I loved both of those episodes. Yeah, not much really going on. Just kind of get. I, I took a little bit of a break f- for a couple of weeks from the whole podcast thing. Just trying to get back into it. So um. Yeah, I think I think we're just gonna get into these episodes of Still Game and wrap up season one. And this episode is called Wadden. I have no idea why it's called Wadden, because it's centered around getting invitations to a wedding. They don't even say Wadden, they say wedding. I I can't figure this out for the life of me. Alright. Jack and Victor show up to get their pensions, and there's a line. And they're like, I don't want to stand in this line. So they use an old trick to get to the front of the line. Victor, he acts like he's getting by everybody to look at some pamphlets or something. And he acts like he's, like, gonna faint or pass out. And while everyone turns their attention to him... Jack walks right on up to the counter, and Victor's like, oh, I'm good, I'm good, false alarm, uh, just, just gotta collect myself, and Jack turns around, Victor McDade, as I live and breathe, Jack Jarvis, the man himself, and everyone's like, whoa, what the hell's going on, how'd you get up there, we were in line, oh, shut up, so Jack and Victor are up at the counter, And Jack starts sweet-talking the lady as she hands out the money. Victor sets him up. He says, uh... Uh... I'm trying to think how he worded it. My friend here's got a nose for perfumes. Let him take a whiff and and guess what you're wearing. And he guessed, like, Old Spice. Brute 33. Hi, Karate. Oh, sorry. Getting over a cold. He says, here's your money. 78 pounds. He goes, well, it's really 58 pounds after I take you out for a night on the town, huh? As they leave, Tom comes in, and he tries the same trick and fails. They've Mostly because they've already seen it. they just seen it like two minutes ago. But here's here's my question. If how would Tom have gotten to the front of the line if everyone's watching him and like checking on him to make sure he's okay? Uh, Jack and Victor are watching TV. There's a commercial for a toaster that Jack really wants, and that's like a running gag throughout this episode as he does not shut up about the stupid. Toaster. 
then we see Winston gets off the elevator, runs into Isa. She's getting on, and she wants to gossip, 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 gossip. And he acts like he's fast-forwarding her with a invisible remote. And she lets him know that she saw in uh, in the newspaper that Willie that Wooly Macintosh died. And he goes in and he says something to the guys, to Jack and Victor, about uh, the snacks that Victor brought. And then he's real quick to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, th- those are good. Those are good. Oh, by the way, Wooly Macintosh died. We see that Naveed is on a phone call and he manage- manages to get a Mercedes-Benz S-Class for his daughter's wedding, which is supposed to be the Asian Society's event of the year, I think they called it. Because they're going to have all these these different families and anybody who's anybody's going to be there. Isa's there. She, I, Isa cleans up around the shop and she's there. And Navid says, here's one envelope with your paycheck. Here's another envelope to the Asian Society event of the year. Pick one and forfeit the other. And he kind of plays this game with her for a second. She's all like nervous and she doesn't know which one to get. So she goes for one and he goes, hold on. I'm just pulling your pisser. Here you go. They're both for you. And when she opens it up and pulls the invite out, it's gold. Everything brightens up and you can like see like the shiny reflection on her face. Jack and Victor are walking and Jack is going on about his toaster. It's a four slicer. It's got a crumb tray. It's this and that. It's cool to the touch. It's a state-of-the-art four-slice toaster because his is a two-slice and all it does is burn the toast. As they're going, they're talking about Willie McIntosh and how he would, how uh, Victor loaned him something. Winston loaned him money. Jack can't remember what he loaned him. And they remember that Winston has a key to get into Wooly's house. Isaac comes up. Well, Winston comes up and they start saying, hey, you know, you got the key. Let's get in, get our stuff. And Isaac shows up and she brags about her invite and she shows it off like it's a new, like, piece of jewelry. They said something about a key. It would be nice to have a key to get up into Wooly's place to be able to help clean up the place I think they said and we see that Jack and Victor are walking in in the next scene and Tom is driving a red van Tom comes up and almost runs over Jack and Victor and he he puts on the brake and he goes to lean out the window and yell at him he's already yelling and he goes lean out the window and they're gone they had went around back behind the van to the other side and they said are you daft? Are you crazy? What are you doing? That's when they realize who they're all yelling at. Tom realizes it's Jack and Victor. They realize it's Tom. Apparently, he's doing favors for Naveed to get an invite to the wedding. He uh, he offers them a drink. Something I never heard of before. I forget what it is. It starts with a T, though. 
And they're like, sure. And hands him the, the cans. And he says, to pound 20. And Victor looks at him and says, are you ripping the piss? I don't know what that means, but I need to start using that. I need to find out what it means before I start using it, but... I think it just means, are you crazy? Jack and Victor decided to start a list of things to return to everybody who lent something to Wooly. This is an insane list, as we'll come to find out. They get to Wooly's house, and the mail slot is full of mail. Packed full. There's multiple jars of milk. And Chris the Posty comes up, and they said, what can you tell us about the tenant? Uh, he's not into milk. Oh, he's not into milk. That's why he keeps having it delivered. He must not be into letters and, and the paper and all that. That's why it's stuck in his mail slot. Is he dead? Oh, congratulations, Columbo. You figured it out. <laughs> and they basically rush him on his way. Uh, one thing before they rushed him was when they were talking about the milk. Jag picked one up and he says, This has been so long. Here's no longer milk. It's cheese. And shakes it up. <laughs> and just... The look on on Chris's face is just kind of like, what the hell's going on here? They get inside, and Winston sees a painting of the Taj Mahal. He basically schemes to give Naveed the painting to secure his invite. As they go through the house, Jack remembered what he lent Wooly. A stuffed raccoon... That his daughter sent him, but his wife didn't like, so he lent it to Wooly to get it out of the house. But now that his wife's been gone for a decade, oh well, I'll clean it up and it'll sit in my apartment right as rain. Jack and Victor go into Naveed's, and they, they grab a couple of small items, and they're expecting to get their invites. Well, he says, oh, Victor, here's your racing post. Uh, the delivery guy was sick, so I told him I'd, I'd give it to you. And the pair leave kind of in, dis in disbelief that they never got an invite. They're two of his best customers, they're good pals, but they weren't invited to his daughter's wedding. And after they leave, there's an old man in the feeds. And... Like the whole episode, when they describe Wooly, they say he's got this red mark on his head. And that it looks like a bird shat on his head. Like it's in that kind of a shape. Well, this man just happens to have a red mark on his head. And he's wanting a box of Special K. And Navid says, Wooly, you're dead. He goes, I'm not dead. I'm right here and I want a box of Special K. 
and Isaac comes out and she goes, Wally, it's time for you to move on. We just buried you yesterday. But he's still wanting his box of Special K. And I'm going through my notes. I did not write down a scene, it looks like. I did not. Okay, so... To give this scene with Wooly, Naveed, and Isis some context... There's a funeral service for a Wooly Macintosh. And... While they were there, Jack and Victor were taking down items. They were writing, you know, name, item, when they lend it to you. This guy wanted like a pair of, pair of socks or something that he lent Wooly in 1937. Like, that's how crazy the list was. Borrowing stuff way back in the 30s, late 30s. Not returning them, and we're in the early 2000s. Yeah, there there was a whole scene of them after the services, like, it's good service, Father. Oh, it was actually just shite. And the Father says, hey, we're having a meal, if you guys want to come. Winston says, oh, no, 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 we have our own prior engagement. We're going to celebrate Wooly's life privately. And... Then that led to the scene of them going to the house and dealing with the postie and the painting and the raccoon. And that led to the uh, scene in the shop. So Winston, he now has, ooh, while in the shop, which sets this up. Uh, you see behind Navid, he has the painting of the Taj Mahal. And Wooly's like, I got that same painting. And then we see that Winston is showing off his invite to the guys outside the Klansmen. And Jack and Victor go in and we got some of Bobby's banter. Uh, hold on, I gotta find where... Okay, it's a short one. Um, Bobby says, look who it is, Nay. That's fantastic patter, Bobby. Who are we not today, you prick? Too logger, you fanny. And the guys go on about how they weren't invited. And how, you know, we've been good friends, we've been good customers, how dare he not invite us? And Bobby says, That's such a such a sad story, I might have to dry my eyes. And he brings out his invitation. And Tom comes by and he flashes his real quick while he makes a jab. His his wasn't even worth noting what it was. And Peggy, Peggy McAlpine from, uh, I think it was the second episode where she got into a fight with Winston in the butchers. She says, here, take ours. It's not our thing. We got other something else we have to do that's more urgent. And as Jack and Victor say, well, if you're sure, then okay. And they said, ah, just messing with you. We're going. We wouldn't miss this for the world. And Jack and Victor lose it. 
Because, I mean, look, you, Isaac got invited. Winston got invited. Tom got invited. Bobby. Even Peggy and her husband. And they're like, this is humiliating. We've been good customers. We've been good friends. We don't get an invite. We wouldn't go if we were asked. And while Victor's all agitated, something drops out of his post. It's an envelope. Picks it up and opens it. And the room gets brighter. And you see the gold, uh, like, you see the, like, the reflection on his face, the glare. Victor got his invite. Well, Jack says, well, where's mine? Maybe I can be a plus one. Is there a plus one on there? Victor goes through it. No. So he goes up to Bobby. So, uh, you're in a suit? Yeah, me and all. And then Pete the Jakey comes in. And he says that he got his invite. And, and Jack's ready to leave. He's kind of bummed. He says, hold on a second. Let me see that. And he's reading it. And he goes, this is for Jack. He goes, yeah, that's my name. Your name's not Jack. It's more of a nickname. But your name's Pete. Yeah, Jack is short for Pete. Jack takes the invite and kicks Pete the Jakey out. So Jack's excited. He got his invite. And in the day of the wedding, Jack and Victor, they're in suits. Eyes is in a dress. Uh, they go up. And she reveals that in the hospital, there were two woolly Macintoshes. An old one and a young one, and the young one had actually passed. Jack and Victor go around to go get a couple of drinks. And uh, Naveek comes up and thanks them for going. And they say, hey, where's the drinks at? There's no drinking at a Muslim wedding. But you can go to the soda cash bar and Naveed goes off Winston comes up and he's wearing a kilt and Isaac says what's a real Scottish man wear under his kilt and he pulls it up he's carrying booze we got some credits then we come up uh, we're in the Klansman uh, Jack Victor Tom, and I believe Winston was the other one. And Jack, again, going on about a toaster, and he snagged the one from Wooly's house. And Wooly comes in, and he says that his place was tanned. It was empty, robbed. He's like, I can't even have myself a slice of toast in the morning. And Victor gives Wooly Jack's new toaster, which was actually Wooly's. And that's the end of Wadden. I still don't get the Wadden thing. Unless I'm just not pronouncing it right. Alright, this one is called Scones. Jack and Victor are at the movies. And this couple comes in sits in front of them. And he just won't stop talking. Oh, well this has that guy that was in heart to heart he was married to uh this girl and they're talking about names back and forth and 
hey, we're trying to watch a movie. Yeah, we are too. Blah, 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 blah. And they just keep going on and on and on and on and on. And uh, then there's an argument between the couple because she snuck sandwiches in. Ham and cheese and no butter and ham and cheese with butter. Well, she thinks she hands him one with no butter. And he says, I can't handle the butter. Or I can't take the butter or something like that. So Jack is Jack and Victor are pissed. So Jack gets up and he takes a sandwich out of his hands and a sandwich out of her hands and switches them. And then in the movie they're watching, Rio Grande, I think it's Victor says, Ooh, here comes the scene with the with the the hot poker. And the scene happens in the movie, and you don't you don't see the screen, you see the seats. And so the name, they're going back and forth after this couple. The guy gets this, like, almost horrified look on his face. And he yells out, Robert Wagner! (laughs) It was great. We go to another quick scene where we see Winston is at the, the counter for the lady to get his pension. She said it was stopped. By the DSS. Yeah. The, so the DSS stopped his money. Now Winston is pissed. Because he has no money. Then we go back to Jack and Victor. Who go to get a refund. As their movie was interrupted. And. They're unsat- They're basically unsatisfied customers. Normally. They deal with the, with the regular guy. I think his name was like Pete or something. And he's not there. They're dealing with Simon. And Simon says, no refund, but I can give you a pass into a different movie. Here's a French movie with subtitles. There's no cowboys, no Indians, no no old westerns. So Jack and Victor, and Victor's trying to be very like... Uh, semi-professional about it like he's trying to play it cool trying to be understanding uh jack's basically like give me my damn money you know we're unsatisfied customers you owe us a refund well it gets to the point where jack and victor are both aggravated so they just keep insulting simon until he says here here's your refund go away and he says what's playing next week and Simon puts up a sign that says they're closed. And they walk out of the theater building. And they see Tom. He said, you don't even like movies. I do when they're free. And he holds up a little little card that says, GFT Movie Pass. He got free movies. He, he reveals he got free movies for a year. With uh, a choice of free soft drink. Coca-Cola. Diet Coca-Cola. Iron Brew. Fanta. Choice of hot dog or nachos. And a family bag size of Maltesers or Revels. Because he won a contest saying uh, why you love the GFT in 12 words or less. I did not write down his entry. I did not. Uh, 
We see that Isa sits down. She has some tea and cheese and crackers. And she opens up a magazine. And she... She's going to have some intimate time. By intimate time, I mean she re- she leans over, opens a drawer in a cabinet, and pulls out a dildo. And when she's like, basically, I'm ready. I'm, I'm just jumping into it. There's a knock at the door. So she, she puts her... Her woman toy away or look at me trying to be like coy and like clever with my wording no she she puts her dildo back and she goes and opens the door she goes jesus mary and joseph and falls over and she comes to there's a man in her apartment with her isa isa are you okay she says, Harry, are you back? I'm back, Ken. Turns out, this Harry guy is her husband. And he has come back. More on that later. We see that Jack, Victor, Winston, and Tom have all bet on horses. Tom comes in, like, right at the, right at the buzzer. Uh, Tom's horse wins. Long story short, Tom's horse wins, and Winston's horse has to be put down on the track. And then Tom reveals that he won a Timex watch from a contest. Again, I did not write his entry down. I think this one was like 15 words or less. Isaac goes in, and she buys sausage links, and David's like, wait a minute. You never eat sausage links. She goes, oh, well, my man showed up and he's back. And Naveed is very skeptical of this. And Jack and Victor come in. Um, I, I think Isa left and Jack and Victor came in. Like they kind of saw each other in the doorway. And Naveed, Naveed tells him, Harry's back. And Jack and Victor aren't too happy. Winston goes to the DSS to inquire about his money. Why don't I get any money? Well, you claimed this X amount of time ago. You got the all clear this time after. And you never reported this. So we're stopping your money until we get the extra money we paid out. Winston basically goes off his nut. Starts like just wanting to throw stuff at the guy. Harry and Isa are sitting in the apartment having having some breakfast or lunch or something and having some tea or coffee it looks like. Probably tea. And he says I traveled every road and highway for six years. But all roads lead back to you. I'm just going to call it like it is. This asshole ran out on her and was gone for six years. And magically just shows back up because he's in love with her. 
That ain't how that works. That is not how that works. We see Jack and Victor try to come up with a winning phrase for a scone competition. They had mentioned it somewhere in the episode. Um, see, I know Tom mentioned a, a 52-week four-star hotel, or 52-weekend four-star hotel vacation package. And maybe it was in Naveed's store they that they heard about the scone competition i forget i've had a i've been doing a lot so they're trying to come up with uh, uh phrases for the scone competition uh 15 words or less why do you like scones and one was like jack's like i keep it next to my dishes uh i'm just like a summary of his uh Victor's like, I love mine covered in margarine. Try to make it rhyme. And then uh, Jack had one where he's like, I kept it by the phone. Because I want to rhyme phone and scone, see. <laughs> and then Victor had sconio o sconio. See Winston rummaging through trash. And... Everyone is impressed with Tom and all the phrases he comes up with, and they're asking him for stuff in the pub, for phrases while during, while he's in the pub. And Eric's like, here, do a lighter, and throws a lighter at him. He goes, fire, man's oldest flame. Nice. Um, what about tea? One good urn deserves another. Uh, hats, or no, he says bonnets. Hatisfaction guaranteed. Chocolate bar. Type. Toblerone. Swiss bliss. And everyone is just impressed at what he's doing. Eyes in here, or Jack and Victor had come into the pub and said, You come with anything for the scone competition? Oh, I can't tell you because you're a competition now. But I've, I've got some. And it's a mul- it's not like it's one entry, it's like it's a multiple entry thing. And Isa and Harry come in and Isa says or Harry says, uh, you know, I'll order, but I need the money to, you know, pay the barman. Basically he didn't have any money, which is why he ran out on her in the first place. Well, we come to find that out. Um But Jack and Victor are very like, what are you doing here? You know, why are you back in her life all of a sudden? He says, hey, easy now. You know, she's happy. That's what everyone wants. So let's just, let's just move on and just appreciate that, you know, Eyes is happy again. I think it was Jack. He said uh, something like, if you hurt her again, you'll have us to deal with. And Harry gets cocky. Oh, the two of you duffers? And Bobby chimes in, no, the lot of us. And that is my all-time favorite Bobby moment, because it it shows that 
they have such a sense of community and friendship that you fuck with one of our own, we're going to come back on you. And just the way he delivers that. Because there's, there's no smile, there's no sense of comedy. It's a very serious, like, she's our friend, you're not going to hurt her. If you do, you're in for some bad news. And it just that one interaction between Harry, Jack, Victor, and Bobby. Like, I was ready to cheer on Bobby. I was like, yeah, come on, get him. Like, the first time I watched it. But I was like, oh, there's no fight. But, you know, in the series, it's it's older friends. And Bobby is their barman. He is their friend. And even though they're 20, 30 years older than him, I don't know how old he is. You know, he's got their backs. And they everybody has each other's back. So I think that's really cool. Winston comes in. And he goes off about Harry. Oh, look, it's Lord Luke and you run out of money again. And Jack says, he's been dealt with. And how come he doesn't have two black eyes? He goes up there and he puts... He has a bag of empty bottles. He puts on the bar. Okay, a pie, some... Uh, some crisps and a, a lager. He says, what is this? Empty gingies. You, you serve gingies. Yeah, out of a can. Get these out of here. Jack and Victor, they offer to buy his drink. And he says, no, this is a matter of principle. Get these gingies took. And Bobby escorts him from the premises and throws his bottles out and they all break. We come to find out that Tom won the scone contest. Uh... His was very, very simple. Scone. So good that it's scone. Yeah, just just one word, scone. Uh, is that when... I think this is when we find out what Jack and Victor submitted. Uh, they're they're in the Veed shop and they find out that Tom won. They're looking through some kind of like newspaper or magazine or something. And <laughs> Naveed says, "What was yours?" And Jack gets this big smile on his face and he goes, "Uh, Scone no do that." Oh, that's pish. Um, we find out from Naveed that Winston came in to try to get some food, but he couldn't afford it. He tried, he tried, uh, panhandling it, basically. He tried to, tried to haggle down to nothing. Or, hey, I can do this for you, or you can leave me money, I'll buy it, you know. Um, Naveed wasn't having it, but he gave him a tin of cat food instead. So Jack and Victor hurry over to Winston and says, He's emptying out a can of cat food onto a plate. And he's like, yeah, it's him. Pensioners prefer it. As he goes to take a bite, 
Jack and Victor show up at the door, and they say, hey, we know about the cat food. And Winston said something. He goes, he's like, I was just sitting down to eat. And he says, uh, I'm, I'm getting this mixed up for a little bit. Uh, Jack asks Winston what he's doing. He says, I was about to sit down to eat. And I love this line from Victor. He says, what are you going to do next? Jump on the sideboard and lick your balls? And that's when Jack says, we know about the cat food. So they go in the kitchen and they said, do you, do you know what's in cat food? Bone and marrow. And he, he grabs the tin and he goes, in 500 pound. On the bottom of the lid, he had won 500 pounds from a cat food contest. I, the guys are, you know, celebrating. Hey, you know, he's got money. He's like, hey, I'm going to treat you guys to lunch. And they go in the diner and Isa's sitting there crying. And the guys sit down with her and she, uh, she lets them know what happened that her purse is away and Harry got up to go to the bathroom and he's never came back. And they say, hey, sit with us for a little bit. You know, you got friends here. So, even after the warning from Jack, Victor, Bobby, the comment from Winston about black eyes, Harry still pulls the same crap he did six years ago. And... They say, hey, there's plenty more fish in the sea. And she's looking down at, at this guy in a magazine that uh, she's going to pleasure herself to. It's not even like an adult magazine. He's like a fisherman or something. And we have some quick credits. And we see that Jack and Victor are in the bathroom of the diner. They hear a cry for help. It's Harry stuck in a window. He says, hey, give us a dig out. Help, help me out here. Oh, sure, sure, we'll get you down. Jack and Victor grab a broom and shove it right up his arse. And that's how we end season one of Still Game and how we end the episode of Scones. Um, definitely, like, the whole Tom stuff wasn't my favorite he was just like being clever or using like puns and like Tom is such a frugal person like he tricks people into buying his drinks he tricks Bobby into giving him free drinks at the pub uh, there's an episode way later in the series where he is so cheap he won't get a new toaster and one of the knobs comes off of it. Like that kind of guy. And to see him like this successful, like he's like he got a new watch, he got a year free movies, he got he won the scone contest. I don't know about the, the vacation one. But he is he he won the 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 bet on the horse race. Like he's so successful and 
he's not somebody who deserves it. He's really not. But what really solidified this episode for me was the Isa Harry storyline. Like, to me, that saved the episode. Because I was gone for six years. I was traveling the roads and the highways. But, you know, it all comes back to you. You're the you're the love of my life and blah, blah, blah. Just plainer. And I'm like, you're not going to hurt her again. You'll have us to deal with. I can take you too. No. Everyone. And, you know, like I said a little, just a couple of minutes ago, that just that line from Bobby, I was like, I am on Team Bobby right now. Because these... These people are in this bar all the time. And Isa lives on the same landing as Jack and Victor. They all know they've all known each other for years upon years. So they're ready to defend her and have her back and help her any way they can. Even though she can be annoying, a gossip, and just flat out unlikable in instances. But they still show that they care about her. And I really like that. That wraps up Season 1 of Still Game. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. You can email me at epsoftv at gmail.com. And you can join Discord. The link will be in the description. I'll be covering the episodes Garden and Woman on the, kicking off season two on the next episodes of television. So far, I'm liking how this series is moving. Um, it It's kind of longer-ish. But it's definitely got a flow to it. A lot more of a flow than... Uh, your pretty face is going to hell. Or even Ed and Eddie. Because we're seeing like things happen. And we'll see this a lot more throughout the series of coming back to things. Like Winston's got, got a story thing that happens and it carries on till the end of the series. Um, there's something that happens at the end of season two, beginning of season three, that we see later on, I think in season three. Like, they come back to reference it, but we didn't really, we didn't really get that out of Ed, Ed and Eddie, or Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, maybe like once in a while. But it was, it was kind of rare for those shows. Um, I just want to thank everybody again for listening and sharing and everything you do, even though this podcast is still pretty much indie. Um, I don't promote it through social media. I don't do any of that. I just make a podcast because I like doing it and I'm going to keep it free for the listeners as long as I can. 
I'm not going to do the whole, well, I need to promote a bunch of advertisers. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I want to keep it free for everybody as if maybe it, it gets to that point. I'll start looking into it, but I plan on keeping this podcast free for a good long time. And I have the rest of this series. I have seasons two through nine to go through. I've got a seven season series I'm going to do. A three season series. And that's going to keep me busy for at least five years. So... Who knows what's going to happen in the meantime. Right. Uh, remember, you can find the podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. You can email me, epsoftv at gmail.com. You can join the Discord. The link will be in the episode description, episode notes, whatever you want to call it. And I will be covering the episodes Garden and Woman on the next episodes of television.